Hey everybody, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about valuing yourself and charging what you're worth. Now, this can be important if you're looking for a raise at work, if you're in business or you're self-employed, uh, if you've got a side hustle, isn't that the, the phrase of the year 2000 and something? Uh, but whatever, whatever it is, many dyslexics really struggle to value what they do so easily and actually get paid for it. I've got a couple of good stories on this and I want to share some insight. So let's dive into today's episode. Okay, so this episode is something that, you know, um, I, I see a lot. This question comes up in a bunch of different Facebook dyslexia uh, chat rooms, um, you know, groups. You know, it probably comes up in our own minds 10 times a week in certain, <laughs> for certain people at least. Um, and it was, you know, it came, I saw it recently in a Facebook group. And the thing was, you know, I really struggle to charge what I'm worth or charge money for stuff. You know, is that just me or is that a dyslexic thing? Um, and to be honest, I don't think it's completely a dyslexic ADHD trait. I group those together a lot more than I used to, but dyslexia and ADHD are very closely knit. Um, and I, I don't think it's only our trait. We definitely struggle harder than others in certain areas, I believe, personally. This is just from my case. But I don't think we're the only ones in the world. What also came up recently is we've started to, so with the truth about dyslexia, you know, we're really open with everyone. We want to make this like a game changing experience for dyslexics around the world. And we're touching the smallest group of you ever. You know, we're, we're doing pretty well. Podcast is over the 460,000 downloads. You know, our course, The Confident Dyslexic, has been successful in two runs and our, our third run is starting in January. It's, you know, we're starting to make some moves but to grow we can't do everything for free you know we, we give out this podcast at zero cost and we put in we don't hide anything we give everything into the podcast everything into our youtube channel videos we've got a support group those will remain free forever we don't ever see them becoming paid and we want to we want to do it but we also need to earn money to to grow and that can be really challenging when we do have these these issues around self-worth and what we're, what, you know, charging for. And, you know, one thing, when I put up a video about to-do list bingo, which we've had some amazing comments about, people are loving the visual nature of it. Um, absolutely, you know, I've had some amazing comments. I've even been able to add an example section in the course showing four examples to start with, and it'll only grow as people use the course and share what they're doing, which is really cool. Um, which I'm loving, but we had one guy on a, on a, on a YouTube video that we, we were advertising with say, oh, now you're charging to help dyslexics. Ah, oh, that's, that's terrible. And I'm sitting there going, you know, that, you know, the old me would have completely broken at that and gone, really, is this what we're doing? Is that, is it terrible to charge? And we're charging like $7 for this course. You know, it's, it's like, and I'm sitting there going, oh, is that too much? Should we be charging for this? Oh my gosh, should we just give everything for free? And I had to, had to sit there and, and, and be quiet with myself for a minute and go, actually, that guy can bugger off. You know, to be blatantly honest, it's, um, that's his problem, not my problem. I give away more than that person's probably ever done in their life, if that's their problem. And why am I letting it affect me? 
And I was on a coaching call last night with a with a client and it was, you know, I was teaching them about some some techniques. And one of the techniques I was teaching about is whenever someone is pointing at you with a one finger, there are three fingers pointing back at themselves. And what I realized is actually it's not a value challenge. It's they have a problem themselves with self-worth and money, and they're projecting that onto me. And so after that, I took a breath and went, okay. I hope I just sat there and went, I hope they work it out for themselves, and I hope it helps. I hope they, they get there because that challenge is hard, and I've been through it. There's been huge periods of time where I've undervalued the work I do. Other people valued it, but I didn't. You know, and I could see this working with dyslexics all the time. I always got, you always get much more value than you pay for. It doesn't matter what you do. There's always some level of undervaluing. Now, the only places I sometimes see this different is when we're talking about physical products and physical labor, where you can very clearly compare it to local providers. And it's the same with um, with assets. So people building houses, you know, if it's a real physical um, thing, there's usually an okay value. But the minute it gets to something like a service, so for example, coaching or giving advice, um, it could be counseling, all of those type of services, which many dyslexics are very good at, we can struggle to price ourselves very well because pricing isn't always our um, best strength. So there's this common challenge in the industry of undervaluing what we do and not being able to connect what we do with with how powerful it is now let me kind of explain that what i what i can do sometimes when i coach people you know if, if, an, if someone non-dyslexic or adhd coaches someone or gives advice and for this example i'm thinking about the industry where i do a lot of design marketing web design in that side that's another part of my life um what I can teach someone in one to two hours can have extreme impact in their life. I can get across so much information, passion. I'm a storyteller. I use my dyslexic mind really well to impart my knowledge and wisdom in certain areas. Um, like what I can do in an hour or two, some people would take 10 hours to achieve. So I can, I can, I'm really confident in that because I've been doing it for quite a while and I've had the results. I've had people come back after five years and say a two hour session with you changed the path of my life. And, you know, I'm not saying that to say, Hey, I'm great, but it builds on my store of, of awareness that I can do this. I can charge for it because what I do is good. And I still don't charge as much as some other people do for, for doing similar quality work. If you do coach with me in dyslexia, like our, our courses are nothing in comparison to the market. We've been told by people that you should be double, tripling your rate. And we have no interest in doing that, but but we've been told that we're underpricing the value we give. And it's a real common challenge with dyslexics. You know, we we think that, you know, am I really caring about someone by charging them for something? Which just devalues us as people. It's why many of us stick to jobs because then someone else can work out what we're valued at and pay us and charge us accordingly. It's a lot easier to ask for a small pay rise for inflation than it is to go, is the work I'm doing worth more than what I'm being paid for? Does that make sense? And many in the dyslexic realm go out and work for themselves. There are many artists out there 
there are many, um, you know, many coaches, advisors, teachers, you know, oddly teachers, um, because many of us were probably so uh, either didn't like majority of our teachers and we want to kind of solve that problem. We, we want to get out there and help more people. And, and the way we think we can teach better, you know, many of us struggle to charge what we're worth over time. So it's a very, I guess the first thing is it's a very common challenge. If you feel like you don't value yourself, price yourself well, you underprice, undervalue, you're not alone. There are, we're all going through the same thing. Um, or not all, that's probably the wrong word. A lot of us are going through the same thing. Some have passed through it and worked it out. Um, but it's 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 not, there's nothing wrong with you if this is what you're doing. The second thing is if you are undervaluing yourself, there's two ways to deal with this. One, definitely go through a comparison process. It's probably the one place where comparison is helpful, is going out there and going, hey, okay, what are people doing? What I'm doing charging in the market? And are they any better than, than, than you? And if they are better, why? So start asking you, start using comparison to ask yourself better questions. That's probably the first thing I'd recommend. The second is go and ask people, you know, because one of the things, the challenge with pricing is you can't see your value. That's the first thing. It's hard to price something you can't see. Dyslexics do things so quickly in their brain sometimes. Like I can rebuild someone's business model in a two-hour session that they couldn't see before. And because I've done it so often, I'm quite confident in it. And and it's very hard for me to go, okay, what is the impact of that value? You know, it, it, to me, it's two hours of my time. It's very literal. It's very in the moment. It's like, oh, that was two hours of time. And But for the person that, that gets this new insight and then can rebuild their life or their business or what they're doing... It's absolutely game-changing. When I do a session with dyslexics around meditation or around, you know, how to break out of the challenges they're having, it can be, it can literally change the path of their life. How do you put a value on that? It's really hard, right? So one thing I do recommend is, is asking others where they got value from your work. You know, we do it with a confident dyslexic. You know, you'll see video testimonials. You'll see written testimonials. It's much better for us to get other people to write about what we're doing and how it's helping them than for us to write about our own value because we won't do ourselves justice. We won't ever get there in that respect. The other thing to be aware of as well is to test the market, you know, or work backwards. So in my, uh, in my digital business, I've gone through a lot of awareness change this year and, and around value especially is I start working from right to left. What do I want to earn out of this business to be happy? How much do I want to work for that as well? You know, I don't want to work more than 20 hours a week. I'm going to be honest. That's just the way I've learned. I love my life working 20 hours a week. I love spending some time with truth about dyslexia and that makes a happy Stephen. And so I have to work back. If I'm going to do 20 hours a week, and I want to earn X dollars, what does that look like? Now, that type of mathematics is not hard with a spreadsheet and a bit of time and putting some effort into it. You know, even getting external people to help is quite easy, but it allows me to actually go, okay, I'm no longer just looking at value. I'm actually saying, I want to earn this much. How do I create the value to match the money I want to earn? And I sometimes, I'm personally more comfortable with that. Um, it's enjoyable as well. And it's a bit less stressful. 
you know, being able to plan that out in the in the long distance, it it does lower anxiety. Many of us, and again, this is probably another podcast topic, are going month to month in a lot of our lives. We're just like holding on for dear life and saying, I just want to get through a month. I definitely lived that life for a while. And uh, and since I've started trying to trying to balance that out in the longer run and use momentum and consistency more, it's um, changed the way I operate. But anyway, that's what I want to share today, guys, is, is you are valuable. Your brain is an absolute resource. You know, if you've listened to my addiction podcast the other day, you know, hyper-focus on something of value and then let your brain use that value to help others. You, you'll create, your brain is such a resource. They can't recreate it with AI yet, so you've got some time. And let's just say there's a lot of value in it. Thank you for listening. If you've ever got any questions, just reach out. Um, the Confident Dyslexic is is live. We're open for enrollments now for our January intake, which will be, I believe, the 23rd of Jan. We've got a, a base course where you can do it yourself at your own pace over the six-week period. And we've got a VIP group of up to 10 people. Uh, make sure you get in quickly. We will sell that out, I believe, this round. We've had a lot of inquiries um, previously. So please get in. It's it's remarkably cheap. There'll be a there'll be a link in the podcast notes if you are interested in investing in yourself. And until next time, I'm Stephen with the truth about dyslexia.